Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Sean from the Paddle and Finn uh, Noob Show here. Um, Susie uh, is having some, or her husband is having some medical issues, so she had a very busy weekend taking care of him. He's uh, doing better, but uh, because uh, because of that, we didn't have much of a chance to record this weekend. But uh, I decided that since I had Columbus Day off, I was going to um, get out on the water, and I figured I would take you all with me. Uh, so I wanted to give you a little bit of uh, insight into how I fish uh, the fall. Uh, you know, I'm hoping for a good day, um, but um, stick with me here for the next uh, hour or so. And uh, I'm going to go through, um, I'm out here on the Susquehanna, my kind of home waters, and I'm going to take you guys along with me, uh, kind of show you the baits that I'm throwing, try and show you where I'm throwing them um, and, um, you know, just uh, what I'm doing and how I, I tend to work the fall bite. So uh Stay with me and uh, hope you enjoy. again for tuning in um uh this is sean larry from the noob show out on uh, the susquehanna um it's a very cool morning uh 44 degrees um right now um but uh it's supposed to get warmer right now the wind isn't bad it's uh just gentle like water's like glass out here um so conditions are great um i checked the uh river levels before i came out and it looks like we're going to be getting a rise here so i'm hoping that That'll have the fish chomping this morning. Um, but I wanted to start out by showing you guys um, the couple of uh, the rods that I brought. I did bring five or six. So uh, first rod is my crankbait rod. So I have on here a uh, crawl crankbait uh, that uh, we'll be trying out. Um, I haven't actually thrown this one as much this year just because the grass seems a little more uh, grown up than usual. So uh, this thing has been pulling in a lot of grass and a lot of times not coming back clean. Um, but so I have my trusty crankbait with me. 
I have my Rico popper, which um, uh, in the fall, uh, you know, it, you know, a lot of times cold water uh, isn't great for top water, but in the fall, there that's kind of one of the exceptions because the water's still pretty warm. The weather, uh, the air temperature might be cold, but it uh, doesn't quite kill the top water bite until uh, a little bit later in the season. So I do have my popper with me, and that's probably what I'm going to start out with. So I'm going to sit that down here uh, by my feet. Um, if you guys have uh, heard me uh, watch the show recently, I've, I've talked a little bit about the uh, Jeff Little talking about the better than a better than a jig rig. So that's what this is. Um, it's a skirted bullet weight um, with a little bead in the, in the middle and then a small flipping hook. It's only like, a, I think, a one odd or two odd. Um, I'll put a crawl trailer on there when I'm ready to use that. But uh, that's one of the things that I'm going to try this morning. Then I have my trusty stupid tube. Um, this is uh, what actually won me the tournament uh, last year. The one thing right now, I'm out of my uh, one eight or uh, one sixteenth ounce heads, so uh, this one is a little bit heavier, um, heavier than I prefer. It's the one eighth ounce, but uh, we'll see if we can get this working this morning. Um, with the uh, the flow coming up a little bit, I, I anticipate some some spots with a little bit heavier flow. So I'm thinking that this might be. Uh, you know, uh, a good bait to throw this morning. Then I have my trusty Ned rig. Um, don't leave home without it. You know, uh, hashtag Ned rig for life. Um, on the Susquehanna, this is one rig that I always have tied on pretty much 24-7 uh, anytime I go out in the river. Um, this is the uh, TRD Stupid Tubes. Uh, uh, no, the Ticklers. Um, I, I like the um, I like this color, uh, it's hot snakes. That's one of my favorite colors to use out on the river. So when we get down a little bit lower on the river this morning, um, where the rocks are, that's probably going to be what, when I break out the Ned rig, um, I, I kind of have a methodical approach to how I, uh, access or, uh, fish each part of the river and we won't quite get to the rocks until a little bit later here, if you guys hang with me. Um, but, uh, we have a Creek mouth to fish before we get down there and a couple other small islands that will hit but uh so ned rig and then last but not least over on this side i have my jackhammer um this is the uh golden shiner and i have a, a little or a big joshy trailer on it um i i started using the big joshy trailer when i had no other trailers to use and i really like it it, it has the kicking is not insane like a kitek would be so it it, uh, it really works good as a kitek or as a chatterbait trailer from what i found um uh, i do like a, a couple of the other z-man baits too for my chatterbait trailers but um i started throwing the uh big joshi on it uh a little bit ago uh again because i had no other options at that on that day and i really like it it seems to really work well so i'll probably throw in this a little bit too um and uh, see what we can find because i uh you know, I've started really uh, getting to like the jackhammer bite out here. Um, it's it's picked up for me. Um, I didn't have a lot of luck with it earlier in the season, uh, but here lately I've had a lot of luck. So um, I'll probably be throwing this a little bit too. So uh, you can see the sun's uh, coming up here. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and get started, and we'll we'll talk about a little bit of everything. I'll try and talk you guys through uh, what I'm doing. But uh, let's start with the popper and see if we can get any uh, takes 
here as the sun's coming up. Um, I tend to really like uh, the popper in this particular area of the river that I'm in, right by the launch. It's kind of like a, I don't want to say a flat, but uh, it's a, uh, it's definitely a kind of larger area of all similar depth. It's all like uh, five to six feet generally. Um, it is a little grassy, which is why the popper I kind of like because I can stay above the grass for the most part. And um, I, uh, I just like that uh, the popper because it gives me, it lets me work the area a little slower than a whopper plopper. There are spots where I do prefer a whopper plopper if there's some uh, some current and stuff. But it, right here where I am, I'm kind of kind of just sitting, ever so slightly floating. Whoop! There's a bite. Oh, he missed it. I should pay attention instead of uh, uh, watching you guys. Um, but yeah, I I uh, I use the pop or plopper when uh, when I'm I'm around moving current because it tends just to wash the Rico right down and the plopper I can kind of keep moving and and not have to worry about it just floating away. I can kind of run it through those current areas and uh, kind of keep it where I want, whereas the, the Rico tends to just drift on through those areas. But right here where I am right now, it's uh, kind of wide open, not so much, not, a, not much current. So it, it kind of stays where I want it to stay. So it stinks that I missed that one right off the bat, but hopefully there will be some more here. And uh, I don't know uh, if you guys are familiar with the Rico, but it is definitely one of my favorite poppers. I have by far the most confidence in it. It is very expensive, uh, probably one of the most expensive poppers on the market. But again, with topwater, you don't often lose it. Uh, so I, I kind of, that's one of the ones that I don't mind spending a lot on. I have hung one or two in a tree so uh, that sucks, but uh, for the most part, you get it back. And um, I can show you the next time I get this in here, I'll show you this one's been chewed on so many times because the, the bass really do like it. And um, it just, uh, it's one of my confidence baits. And we'll see, I'm kind of happy that I got a, a hit on it already. You can see I'm pulling back a little bit of grass over against the shore where I'm throwing it. Um, it has a, uh, there's a lot of, uh, grass over there, but so you can see, I don't know if you can see on my bait, it's missing both eyes. I have replaced the back treble once, um, cause the feather was pretty much gone. Um, so this thing has definitely been chewed on this summer. Uh, I retired my Rico from last year, uh, just cause I caught so many good fish on it. And I, I like to, if I, you know, catch a lot of good fish, I'll hang that bait on a rack in my garage as you know one of the all-stars you know kind of like retiring a number in baseball um let's see what we can find here so um speaking of baseball my Braves are in the playoffs they didn't do great against the phillies in that first game, but uh, Hope Springs Eternal, they're a good team, probably the best Braves team that I can remember, offensive-wise. So I'm hoping that they can uh, pick it up a little bit here in the next game. I think they play tonight. So I've been watching baseball. I 
kind of a closet Orioles fan. My dad and family growing up were O's fans, so I kind of wish they were doing a little better too, but, you know, it is what it is, so. Now, the, the Rico, um, watching, uh, listening to um, oh, Tackle Talk podcast, um, when uh, my uh, buddy over there had uh, Rick Lunn on, the designer of this uh, bait, it was interesting because he said that he throws it on a, on a uh, crankbait rod and he is working it fast. Like pop, 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 as fast as he can work it. And um, I, I do do that sometimes. Um, I usually start off with a slower uh, cadence. Um, just pop, pop, let it sit. Pop, pop, let it sit. Pop, pop, let it sit. And you kind of got to see what the fish want. This, the first hit was, I wasn't popping it much at all. And it came up and hit it. But I should have had my Ned Rig ready for as a follow-up bait, but I didn't. So we're going to keep trying this here. Um, I'm kind of floating my way slowly down to a creek mouth, um, which is usually the second place I stop on my journey down the river. I hope you guys aren't picking up too much of the construction noise in the background here, but uh, definitely uh, there's uh, some trucks and road work stuff happening up the road, and it'll definitely be a little quieter as we get down river away from that Sometimes what I'll do too here in this particular section, you can see I'm pulling back a little bit of grass over by the shore there, is uh, I always try over on the other side of the boat too, because it's kind of weird. There's uh, grass mats right along the bank here. And then when you get out maybe a hundred yards from the bank or a hundred feet from the bank, on the other side of me, there's another grass mat. So I'm kind of in a, almost whoop, in a channel between two grass mats. And um, so it, I kind of fish both sides the little bit deeper side to my left and the shore side to my right and uh, just kind of try i have more luck usually on the shore side but um got a little bit of a tangle here in my trebles but that's the one thing about this bait is a treble hook bait <laughs> gets hooked on everything but Think that also helps with the hookup ratio because once I get bites, I usually don't miss them if I'm paying attention on this one. Uh, a lot of times, you don't really have to do much of anything, and they kind of, as soon as they nail it and try and take it down, they hook themselves pretty much. So, it stinks that I missed that first bite. sunglasses on here in a second. So a little tip for any of you guys, the beginners watching, when I cast, if you'll notice, um, pretty much every time I'm closing the bail with my hand instead of just cranking, turning the uh, reel to close it. Um, it helps with uh, line twist and uh, a bunch of other things, but uh, get in that habit of closing your bail with your hand instead of cranking it and it'll it'll help with uh, your line management a little bit um, 
we even see some people on, uh, before they even start, after they close the bale, they'll reach down and pull down a little bit of line out. It depends on the bait that I'm doing that with, with the popper. I don't do that as much. But, uh, but with some of my other uh, heavier baits that I throw. So once it lands, I'm going to just take my bale, close it by my hand, pull out a little bit of line there, and then start working my bait. Right now the wind is really nice. It's, I think it's, the, my phone app said it was five miles per hour, so the conditions are beautiful right now. Um, it, it is supposed to get a little windier later. It was really windy yesterday. Um, I was at a, I missed the Susquehanna Woo! duck hunters. So it's always a fun surprise in the morning too, when you don't know they're out there. But that's where I'm wearing my orange PFT, just so I'm uh, at least somewhat visible. And, uh, but yeah, what was I saying? Sorry, I'm going to take a look at my comments here. My sunglasses are right down here. I, I left them off because uh, I was facing upstream earlier away from the sun. But now that I'm in coming down the sun, it's uh, they're coming down into the sun. It's definitely a brighter. So. Yeah, I'm sure you do want to go back to the Susky Hits. I, I oh, that's what I was thinking about. the The Bassmaster was this weekend, and um, with everything I had going on with my family and my mom, I kind of rode it off, and it was actually ended up being a good thing. So my daughter had an all day soccer tournament Saturday and, and uh, part of the day on Sunday. So I ended up I probably wouldn't have been able to fish fish it as well as I would want to anyway, because I had to be, I wanted to be there for her for the tournament. So, um, but uh, that being said, congrats to Do Josh Stranko for an awesome performance. So looking at the bags that they put up, man, that was, that was awesome. And just a kind of tribute to what the Susky is, can do. Um, and I don't know, it'll be interesting to hear Josh go over his, uh, what was working for him and uh, see, because it was just, uh, man, he, uh, he got out to an early lead and never let it go. Um, but I had a lot of good friends fishing that uh, tournament as well. Uh, Jordan Welliver, he's been on the show. Um, Jake Harshman, um, both those guys did really well. Um, just looking down over the list, there was a lot of uh, friends of mine that um, I was happy to see do so well. And um, just uh, our PA boys were representing pretty good. Um, and uh, it was just, uh, just a good showing all around. And congrats to all the, the you know, guys who fish that, it seemed like a great event. I'm hoping it'll come back. Either one of the uh, big uh, uh, series will come back to the Susquehanna again next year. I fished the Hobie last year, and, you know, then they didn't come back. But Bass King this year, I know um, Drew Gregory is going to have an event here, but way, way far up uh, in uh, kind of the New York PA line. Um, so I'm kind of interested to check it, that out. Uh, my in-laws have a cabin or a house up there. So I'm hoping maybe that'll actually work out that I get to, to try that a little bit, uh, uh, try out uh, his new series and Drew's uh, series. It sounds like a really cool kind of a little bit different event. And um, 
more focused on the kind of the fun side of it. Um, not that I'm not a competitor, but I, I definitely enjoy the camaraderie side a little bit more. The wind's picking up just a little bit, and we're working our way down to that creek now. So I'm probably going to switch baits here. Um, it does get a little bit shallower down here by the creek mouth, so try the popper a little bit more down here, but then I'm going to switch to my Ned Rig or the two when we get down in the creek. I can see a blue heron right here on the shore by me, so that's a good sign. Anytime you see birds, you know that they're there for a reason a lot of times. So as we look at this here, my way over now the water was lower the water level is low but rising so the creek mouth tends to be a little bit uh tough with my uh mirage drive so sometimes i have to do a lot of flutter kicking around here but and work this a little bit a little bit slower the creek mouth can be like a super good spot at times then uh, I know a lot of people that pass by it because it's low but there's just a, a few spots that you kind of got to get around and I see a lot of grass laying on top of the water right now so I just need to get by this grassy section and down to where I want to be. Yeah, man, Steve, that was awesome. And uh, Steve um, did really well. Steve Baker, uh, he's uh, said in the comments, I got to meet him at our uh, KA um, kind of championship. And uh, Steve mentioned that he had been listening to the show and learned a lot. And he's uh, doing good things too, getting uh, starting to fish bigger and bigger events and doing well in them. He did really well in our championship and uh, definitely a, a good, nice to meet him. something pop over there I don't know about you guys but um, my experience is usually if I come out at like daybreak and hit the water right at the beginning sometimes the bite does take a little bit to come on um, almost like they just have to wake up a bit um, I do like being out here early at, with the duck hunters it scares me a little bit because I can't see them until I'm right up on them and I've needed a change of pants a few times uh, not just kidding, but uh, it's been like that where you don't know you're they're there until you're right up on them and they unload on some ducks and then it kind of scares the heck out of you. But let's see what we can find down here at the creek mouth. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. 
For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. creek mouth is really really good when the river is way up um, probably my one of my better days with the tube was uh i was it was almost too flowing too fast for me to paddle and i was like well i'll just go out of the launch and go down to the creek mouth because it's not that far i should be able to make it back up and uh man i got down to the creek mouth here and it was with the tube every other cast almost Russ Snyder's did good, but Russ Snyder's does good everywhere. So, um, it, like I said, it oops, just jumped over there. Um, it'll be interesting to listen to the the wrap up shows, and you know, maybe when uh, I'm sure Jimmy will have those guys on and um, hear what they were using. Uh, anytime you can pick the brains of hammers like that, it's always a good thing. There's a lot jumping right up there, so I'm going to try up there. Let's see if we can get our first catch here. I'm thinking they're going to be out in the current today, though. Not necessarily tucked back up here. So we just have to work our way down there. It's where it starts flowing a little. There's some pinch points where it, the river picks up speed um, between islands and stuff a little bit downriver from where I am right now. But I always like to stop and check the creek mouth just to make sure nothing's chilling in here. seem like anybody's home today. No bites yet. Yeah, uh, Andy's saying that the event will be in Tawanda, or the Drew's event will be in Tawanda like next year, and uh, um, I had to go look that up. It's about an hour from where my in-laws live, but it um, when I was listening to him on um, the Catch Podcast with, uh, you know, the, um, Brad and Matt, who used to be on Paddle and Finn, uh, Drew was saying that it will include both PA and some New York waters, so that's definitely interesting. Uh, I've never fished the New York side. Um, I've actually... Oh, I had it right there. There's just leaves. Um, that event will include some New York waters, too, so it's got to be way up there. Um, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I was just talking to my father-in-law about potentially staying at their place for that. So we will see. I don't know how far it is. I, I would think it's 
a lot further north than Reading, just from what I was looking at at the map, because I can get to Reading in uh, about an hour, an hour and 15 maybe from my house. And um, when I put in Tawanda, it was like three hours, three and a half hours uh, north. So um, I think it might be a little further from Reading, but um, I could be wrong. We don't get another bite or any bites back here in the creek mouth soon. I'm gonna head back out to the main river and see what else we can find. There's a, a spot that a lot of shore fishermen like to fish uh, right here, kind of. It's a real steep bank with some really big chunk rocks. I just want to go back and throw a few casts right by there and uh, see if anybody's there. If not. Head back out to the main river and head down to the the next stop on my normal journey is a few bigger islands that I like to fish at least the front and back end of. Um, one thing that when I fished with Randy Long and had that really amazing day um, that he did that I didn't do much of was fish the push water on the front of the big islands upriver, the upriver side. So I always thought that, oh, well, that's where all the current's hitting uh, the front of the island. They're not going to want to be in the current. They're going to want to be on the tail end where there's actually a current break. But um, at least the pattern that we had found was mostly on the front side of uh, islands like that. And um, I had never really fished it that much. I mean, cast here and there as I was passing by, but I definitely didn't focus on it. And uh, but that definitely taught me then to not skip those places. So, uh, doesn't sound like, or seem like many people are home, or many fish are home, or at least awake back here in the Creek Mountain. So I'm gonna call that my last Creek Mountain cast and then we'll turn around and head back out. Um, I'm actually on the Susquehanna, uh, Dave. Um, it's uh, just the Wrightsville area right by my house, the, the closest place to me, uh, kind of what I always consider my, my home waters. Um, and uh, just kind of chilling out this morning, enjoying my uh, day off and uh, happy to be on the water and talking to you folks. So let's, I'm gonna turn around here in just a second. I'm gonna go, yeah, let's go. Not seeing too much action happening so go back out to the main river and see what we get. I'm going to put my popper up for now. So one thing I'm definitely guilty of is not keeping the cleanest deck. And I pay for it a lot by getting things tangled. By having a lot of stuff down on my deck instead of back in my rod holders where they should be. And... Uh, I keep every time I do it, I say, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. And then I get lazy and I let it lay on my deck. And then All right. So let's head back out to the main river. Grab the I don't know about you guys, but I have been researching motors more and more. Not that I don't like pedaling, but I just, uh, I think I'm ready to, 
make that jump here at some point and uh, just trying to figure out what is best. Let's grab our sunglasses. It's a little better. So we're heading right into the sun now. So. This is one of the colder mornings that I fished so far this season. But at least it's not windy yet. Yesterday at the soccer tournament, it was windy and cold. At least I got out of the rainy part of the tournament, which Saturday morning it was rainy, and um, my wife was at that part, and uh, Thankfully, uh, I was thankful that I didn't have to experience the rainy, windy part because that seemed really not fun. But uh, she was joking with me, though, that I definitely would have fished it had I had the time. She's like, you know you'd be out fishing in that. And she, I was like, yeah, you're probably right. So I know, uh, I don't know if the weather followed upstate to the, the guys fishing the BOS. It did look like some of the video I saw, the guys were pretty wet, so I imagine that that was a little bit part of the weather up there. So here at the where the creek mouth comes back out to the main river, um, it is, like I said, low. But there's a few uh, kind of, uh, almost, it's not really a ledge, it's just more like rock piles. Um, that they do kind of stage right behind. And every once in a while I have some luck fishing those uh, kind of rock piles. But it is grassy here as well. So, let's see if this Apologize. Now I'm looking directly into the sun. So reading the comments on the screen is going to be tough. But let's see what we can find here. I don't know if you guys remember when we had, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank on his name, the guy from Mule Fishing, uh, Ethan. And uh, Ethan is uh, kind of a, a Ned Rig master. And uh, one of the things that I learned most from watching him was that when you're working the Ned Rig, it's, it's really, really small movements with your rod tip. You're not doing big hops, you know, although sometimes they want it moving, but for the most part, you're, you're just trying to move that, that Ned Rig ever so slightly with your rod tip, you know, um, you know, an inch or two at a time. And uh, I, I found when I really started kind of moving it slower, and little movements made a big difference. And also, you know, right now I feel, uh, I'm trying to search for a bite here, so I am fishing a little bit faster than I normally would, but we'll see what we can find here. And sometimes uh, it's one of the things that I've learned um, that really took me a long time to learn is when you're looking for the bite, you just have to be patient. If you know enough space and spots to check and different kind of areas to check, you will find them. 
It's just you have to kind of narrow it down. And attacking the river with a methodical approach like I've kind of started doing really helps me figure out that pattern. But it just takes time sometimes to get that first bite. And again, in my experience, sometimes it just takes them a little bit to get working with this one. i got to find out where that duck hunter was because that sand is really close. And I don't want to mess him up or he's not right here where I thought he would be. I did look a lot of times when I come out this time of year, I'll stop at the one parking lot where the uh, most of the boats put in to see how many boats are there because this time of year nine times out of ten if they're here this early in the morning they're going to be duck hunters and i only saw one one uh, truck in that parking lot so i was hoping that there isn't many out here today oh although i hear it oh i see decoys so he's up north of me so i'm gonna sneak my way out of here sitting on the one side of that island is a good spot. Some guys yell at me a few times, but one time a guy yelled at me for going down the creek mouth, and I was like, buddy, if you're shooting anywhere in my direction, there's houses right over here, so you can't be shooting this way. You should be shooting out towards the main river. And he's like, well, I'm going to call the cops. And I was like, dude, call the cops. I'm pretty sure I'm on the right side here. And uh, so I've had some some issues with folks but for the most part I try to give them space and hope that they would return the favor I'm not trying to mess up anybody's fun time this is a good resource I'm all about sharing it's just uh, I don't have to do so reasonably 
I even went uh, one time. I was right at the. I was at the actually launching at the boat ramp when they were going out, and I just asked them. I was like, "You guys heading upriver, downriver?" Just and I was like, "I'll go with the opposite way of whatever way you're going because I don't want to be anywhere near where you guys are hunting." So we're starting to get into the area where the current picks up a little bit. So this is kind of the next big area that I start looking because if they're not in the slow moving stuff. Odds are then they're kind of looking for, maybe they're a little more hungry and uh, we'll be feeding here in a little bit faster moving current. But it also just takes a little more uh, maneuvering to stay where I want to be while I'm fishing it. And the wind is picking up just a little bit, getting a little bit of a bow in my line here, which makes the mid rig fun at times. do is when I get in the current I drift down to where I know I'm going to drift past the island and then I let the current kind of just pull me back around so then I'm facing the bottom side of the current or the bottom side of the island and then I'll just you know pedal ever just enough to kind of keep me in place so I can cast at the bottom side of this island here because a lot of times they will sit there and just pick stuff off coming through and uh, I don't know if you want to call it a creek channel, but the, the current swings around the island and then right up against the bank, and it makes that section of the bank pretty good too, when you can keep from pulling up all the banks. Again, I'm just going to try it here and see if we can get it. It is crystal clear today too, which that will probably change if the river is going to rise. Thinking maybe the crankbite might be good here. If it's that clear, I'm gonna have to give that a try. I am running it through my phone. Um, the amount that I uh, um, I'm using a, um, the pole is like the, the smaller of the Yak, Yak Attack uh, camera poles. Um, we got it, um, Pal and Fing crew all got it um, that one year when we all did the, uh, we kind of did a host bracket and we all got that thankful, uh, super grateful to Yak Gadget for providing that to us. They, they gave us, I think it's the panfish, the smaller panfish one. And then the, the phone mount um, was an Amazon special, you know, uh, but it's spring-loaded. And it, I, I had the, the kind of the X-grip one that has, like, big rubber knobs, but the, the knobs kept coming off. And this one just has, like, a kind of a crimper that closes and opens around the side of my phone, and it works so much better um, than that, that, that X-grip one. Um, I tried two or three different ones of those X-grip ones, and... I knocked those rubber things off and I just, it, it was more, it was a pain. 
uh, trying to trying to use that. Uh, and then I found this one, and it, it just works so much greater. It has a, it's actually mounted on a almost like a, you know, what are the the balls that are the track mounted balls? I can't remember the brand, but they. Uh, it, it kind of has that mount on the back in it, so it's really uh, has a lot of different ways you can articulate it and a lot of adjustment you can do to get it just the right way. I apologize, the sun is. Not that was a bite, but I think it was just grass. I am going to switch up to the crankbait, I think, here, real quick. I'm going to keep the net rig handy because there are a few spots coming up. There's also some eddies that uh, where the current comes around the uh, creek mouth here. It is low, low. Yeah, it's lower than it normally is. So the crankbait's going to be really uh, bumping the bottom a good bit here. So this is always a good spot for the crankbait because uh, it's very rocky but also there's current, so um, down the river it's one of my favorite spots to throw a crankbait because you can really work it around and just feel that bottom bump up, bump up, digging, digging, digging. It's a little grassy, which again is why the crankbait sometimes isn't my favorite, but you can also try to throw a jackhammer because the jackhammer sometimes picks up a little bit less grass than does we'll see what we get here I've had luck cranking just floating down in this current scene here cranking that bank as I float down by there's a a new dock right here that some folks uh, built just in the last year that I like to fish with my net rig because uh, it's a bigger or a newer dock and has uh, some barrels by it and just makes for a nice little spot where they can hide out. I did just lay that on my deck like I told you guys I couldn't but uh the wind is picking up I'm starting to hear it in my line guides on the rods behind me so sometimes that makes for better fishing too when it adds just enough ripple on the water to break up the surface tension and I can't see quite as well. 
here is going to be one of those weird, they want it moving in the big kind of bites. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I don't know if you can tell. I was trying to find the best way to angle my video. I wish I could have it little bit further out in front of me so you can see more of the water moving around me but it is uh, definitely moving this area the river is a little bit faster current than where I was when I started so it makes it nice because I can cast above the stock and let the current just carry it right down underneath me. Usually it's good for a few bluegill nibbles if anything. Eight oh four. So thanks for every guy, anybody who's still tuning in with me. Uh, definitely uh, been a slower bite this morning, slower than I hoped. You always want to catch fish if you're going to be pretending to know what you're doing. You'll see, they're definitely going to be around here. We just have to find them. There will be some spots coming up. Are kind of about halfway down to the, the big rocks, what I like to call the big rocks, where it's just a ledge system that goes the whole way across the river. Um, and usually that is money for at least a little bit of the bite, uh, or even, a, you know, might not be huge ones, but odds are there's something there. Um, another kind of feature of the river that's coming up right behind me, and 
that's in my left on the shore here is um, it's a man-made rock wall that goes down into the water um, and runs the whole length of the bank until I get kind of down towards the rocks there. So that's a really good spot to, I might break out that uh, not quite a jig and uh, run it there because it's a really good spot with all those rocks for crawls to kind of be hanging out in. seasons now which is not usual because usually usually we'll have at least one big high water event that'll kind of clear those out but it must be really stuck good because it hasn't moved for a couple of those big floods now so I'm, i don't know if you guys yeah there's one skunk off. Crankbait was the ticket there. And we can say good morning to our first uh, susky small. Not a bad one. Um, let's get this crankbait out. And not having your deck all cluttered can be nice. But yeah, not a bad one. Thank you, buddy. It looks to be like a, maybe a 14, so we'll take him. Appreciate that, bud. Let him go. And uh, so, yeah, we got our skunk off. So that's definitely a good sign. And now I gotta get that darn treble out of my net. There we go. That was easier than it usually is. So, treble hook boots have a love hate relationship with them. I love them because they usually help the fish stay pinned, but they're also sometimes a pain in the butt. You know what? I should probably put the med rig back. I don't like doing that because I like having the option to throw it when I need it. So maybe I'll try and tuck it down here under the camera. Not quite my favorite place for it, but so cool. All right, so skunk is off. Nice little susky or uh, 14 inch or about. I could have put it on the board, but we'll see. Um, again, and it's just kind of my experience that it takes them an hour or so to wake up. And we're right about at uh, 8 o'clock, so it's been daylight for about an hour now. And that's usually, and I don't know, maybe you guys have different experience. Comment below, but. Uh, <laughs> Generally, that's my experience. Um, I, I do go out first light a lot. It's just been my my experience that I tend to it tends to take the, them a while to wake up. So I have another smaller creek mouse right behind me. I usually like to drift up on it a little bit better than I did. Nope. 
Let me dig in the crankbait right now. with me at least till I get down to the rocks because that should be a little more steady action. <laughs> more duck hunters. That sounded a little bit further away so that one isn't as worrisome. So that sounded like on the big big islands that are pretty down to my south. There's a duck wanting on the shore right here where I am. I don't think anybody's home. I don't see any decoys or anything, so I think we're good. So what I'm fishing right now is just south of that the lower creek mouth here, there's a big pile up of brush and trees and stuff. All the high water events. And they really I usually have I'm like going out fishing, kind of hang out right on it. And right on the edge, because it gives them a perfect ambush point. They don't approach it the way I usually like to. I usually like to kind of stay away from it. Oh, it's really grassy today, though, for some reason. It looks like did pick up a lot of grass from stuff flowing down a river since the last time I've been here because it's a lot of grass just kind of laying there. And now that I slowed it down past it, I'm Looks like mud kicked on there. It's really weird. Just wondering since I got that one cranky, you guys just
once we get down to the rocks with the uh, one thing that's really nice about the rock is just the current moving in between them is really it's a lot stronger um, but you can also sit right behind them and not fight the current um, so you should probably sit more of a small amount like the kids but i like it because then i can kind of stay but not have to be constantly pedaling who have hung out with me this morning. Uh, I'm sorry it took me so long to catch my first fish. Generally, it's not always like that, but... So I just made a cast towards that big tree. But now I'm cranking my crank upstream, which I don't necessarily love, but as long as you don't work it quite, the, quite as fast, it'll still just use the water resistance to go down. Expecting to fill in the bottom Oops. a little bit more here. That was grass. Down past the tree, I can make a cast up parallel to it.
Send your net break flying back in your face. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Probably uh, wrap this up and then fishing. Uh, I don't know how much longer you guys want to hang out with me watching me, but I appreciate you guys taking the time to at least uh, 
stick with you through one cast or one catch. But so also be so this down here in this area is going to open up a lot of those other options for me, like the tube and the not quite a jig because. fishing this as many times as I have now I know a lot of the little pockets where they hide um, definitely all the rocks are not created equal some there's a few kind of nooks and crannies that tend to usually be higher percentage areas and uh, looks like no boats or duck hunters down here right in this area so that makes me happy chime noise there. Not my favorite sound in the world as the wind blows through the line. too. There's a, a pair of eagles that live in this area. doing is I'm down in the ledge system kind of in between two of them and I'm sitting in a kind of slack water part of it casting up into where the currents are kind of ripping through between the rocks a little bit trying to hit the edge of the eddies and if this doesn't work with the Ned rig then what I tend to do is upsize, get a little more weight. Now again, my, my Ned Rig, uh, or my bucket bites, take it. My tube 
is a little heavier than I would like because I ran out of all my 16th ounce two pegs. Or is it? It might be my 8th ounce two pegs. The 316th are all I have. I just have one size heavier than I prefer. But. Quite a few spots here um, in this area that I I know and will look for here. Let's see. So it's it's kind of interesting. You'll be just kind of creeping along in, in the in the eddies behind the rocks, and then all of a sudden you'll hit the current seam, and it'll just whip me downstream, and I gotta fight my way back up. It's also what makes this area such a good spot. It just took me a while to learn how to maneuver it in the kayak to best fishing. But having done it so many times now, I know how to work my way through it until I get stuck in the next eddy. Times. So there's definitely times where I think they're going to be here and they're not. Alright guys, well it looks like my battery pack is not working, so we're going on um, a little over an hour now, so I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Um, we will be back next week um, with a new guest, and um, I uh, definitely am looking forward to a few of the guests we have coming up, uh, just waiting on to hear back from them a few times, but uh, um, looking forward to... Uh, getting uh, back to some more technique specific stuff so um, thanks again for hanging in with us guys and um, uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and end it here. And uh, let's see here. Uh, again, we will. Uh, let's see if I can find my ending video here. Doing it on my phone does make it a little more uh, tough, but let's see. For some reason, the ending isn't here, so I might have to add that back in in the end. But again, guys, thanks for hanging out with me today. Um, uh, this has been another episode of the Bass Fishing for News here on the Calvin Pin Podcast, where we bring you the techniques, the tricks, and the tips to help you rip more lips. You guys have a good day. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. A mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country. Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.